0: This is a Squiz Kids podcast. Your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. Up to one in ten Aussie kids has one. So did Albert Einstein. And they can make school really hard. This is your Squiz Kids shortcut to learning disabilities the podcast where we dive into the who, what, when, where, why and how of the big news
1: stories. I'm Amanda Bauer. And I'm Bryce Corbett.
0: Bryce, the Disability Royal Commission is delivering its final report later this year into the experience of Australians with disabilities, a Royal The Royal Commission is an investigation into a matter of great importance to the country. The commissioners do research, they hold hearings and at the end they make recommendations to the government about what should change. This Disability Royal Commission has heard from thousands of people since 2019, including a special session on what it's like at school for kids with disabilities.
1: Today, we'll take you through why learning disabilities are different from other disabilities, what types of learning disabilities are common, and how kids with learning disabilities get help at school.
0: Listen carefully, there's a squiz at the end. Why? OK, Bryce, so the biggest difference between a learning disability and another kind of disability is right there in the name. Uh-huh. It affects the person when they're learning things in a specific area. OK. Because of the disability, they aren't as good at that skill as you'd expect them to be based on how smart they are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: For example, you could be a super smart person but really struggle to read. Yeah. Learning disabilities usually affect how you learn to read or write or do maths. But it doesn't affect your ability to, say, play sport or sing or paint. And that makes it different from an intellectual disability, which affects every aspect of how your brain learns and understands. And it's different from a physical disability, like being in a wheelchair, for example, because that's with you in everything you do.
1: So a learning disability only affects you when you're learning?
0: Yeah, or when you're needing to use the skills in that area of learning. So here's an example. Right. Let's say you have a learning disability around numbers. Uh-huh. Obviously, that's going to affect you at school when you're trying to learn math. Yeah. But if you don't get help, then it will continue to affect you when you're a grown-up. So difficulty with numbers could mean that you have a hard time when you need to pay bills or add simple things up in your head Mm -hmm. or remember important dates like birthdays. And no-one wants to forget a birthday.
1: No way. So (laughs) if you have a learning disability, you have it for life, right?
0: You do. In that way, it's similar to other disabilities. Learning disabilities aren't diseases and they can't be
1: cured. Okay, and so what kinds of learning disabilities are the most common?
0: What? Bryce, our government estimates that up to one in ten Australians have a learning disability, and the most common by far is
1: dyslexia. Right, and the prefix dis comes from Greek, and that means difficult, and lexia means words.
0: Very impressive, Mr (laughs) Corbett, yep.
1: Thank you.
0: Dyslexia means difficulty with words. Everyone experiences their disability differently, but usually people with dyslexia find it really challenging to read and to spell.
1: Oh, yeah, I knew kids who hated spelling when I was at school. Does that mean they had dyslexia and just never got diagnosed?
0: No, definitely not. The symptoms of learning disabilities are common for lots of kids at times. I mean, spelling in the English language can be appallingly hard. I mean, Mm. why on earth? would E-I-G-H-T spell eight and not yiggity. (laughs) Good point. But if time goes on and a kid is still having difficulty reading common words, then it is possible that dyslexia is involved.
1: So what does it feel like when you have dyslexia?
0: Well, my students with dyslexia said that it was really frustrating trying to read. For some of them, the words and letters kind of blended together Mm. or the spaces between the words were lost. Right. Sometimes they mixed up letters. So instead of reading felt, F-E-L-T... They saw LEFT, L-E-F-T. They had to work really hard to read. And because of that, sometimes they didn't actually get the meaning of what they were reading because they had to concentrate so hard on the words.
1: Makes sense.
0: But if they listened to a book being read aloud, they were fantastic at comprehension.
1: Of course. Now, I've heard that some pretty famous people had or have dyslexia. Is that true? It sure is.
0: So people say that Albert Einstein had either dyslexia or another learning disability. He didn't wow. learn to speak until he was quite a large toddler. Wow. The scientist Charles Darwin is famous for his theory of evolution Mm. or how living things adapt to their environment, but he's also famous for his terrible spelling and punctuation.
1: Wow. Now,
0: no one was testing kids for dyslexia or other learning disabilities back in the 1800s Mm. or in Einstein's day, so we can't know for sure. Yeah. And the same goes for the first American president, George Washington. Mm -hmm. Now... He famously hired Alexander Hamilton to write his letters for him. No way! Apparently when Washington did put pen to paper, he had dreadful grammar and difficulty expressing himself. Amazing. You know what, Bryce? It didn't affect his ability to win a war Uh and lead a nation. No way! And, you know, my favourite is probably the children's book author and illustrator Patricia Polacco. Okay. She didn't learn to read until she was 14. Wow. When a teacher finally realised that she had dyslexia and worked with her. Mm -hmm. Before then, people thought she was lazy or not smart. And now she's written dozens and dozens of award-winning books. Wow! I've put a link in your episode notes to the book, Thank You, Mr Faulkner, which is all about that special teacher and her struggles at school before he came along.
1: Teachers really can change kids' lives, can't they?
0: Absolutely.
1: So Amanda, you said dyslexia was the most common learning disability. What are some others?
0: Well, you know Daniel Radcliffe, the actor who played Harry Potter in the movies? Oh, yeah. So he has dysgraphia, which means difficulty with writing, graphia writing. Okay. So, again, every person is different, but dysgraphia often means that your handwriting is really hard to read, Mm. that you might get a sore hand from writing or sit in an unusual position or the words that you put down on paper might be in a weird sort of order. Right. So you might have amazing ideas for a story or other writing. And you just really struggle to get it down on paper. Mm-hmm. You know who else is believed to have had dysgraphia? Who? Agatha Christie.
1: No way! She wrote 90 novels and they've sold more than 2 billion copies.
0: I know, it's crazy, right? She jotted down her ideas in a notebook. Yeah. I've seen one of the pages. It is a bit messy. (laughs) But her family says that she then dictated most of her novels, meaning Uh she just spoke them out loud and recorded them for someone else to type them up. Amazing. So she was a fabulous reader. The dysgraphia Mm. didn't affect her reading and so she could easily make changes to her books once they were typed up for her.
1: Incredible. And you also mentioned earlier that people can also have learning disabilities around maths.
0: That's right. It's called dyscalculia. The history of that word is actually pretty cool, Bryce. So in Latin, calc means stone Ah. and calculus, which you might do when you get to high school maths, means counting because little stone pebbles were used to count. Ah. So dyscalculia is when people have difficulty with numbers and working with numbers.
1: Let me guess, plenty of famous people have that too.
0: Yeah, you know it. Well, some people believe that the famous inventors, Thomas Edison and Benjamin Franklin, had dyscalculia. No way. Of course, they were never formally tested, Mm. but the pop singers Robbie Williams and Cher have it. And in America, the National Institute of Child Health and Development is spending millions of dollars studying dyscalculia to try to figure out just how big a problem it is and how they can help kids who struggle with maths.
1: Which leads us to our final question. How do kids with learning dyscalculia disabilities get help at school.
0: How? Well, Australian law says that kids with learning disabilities and any disability have the same rights to education as any other child, Mm -hmm. but they often need some extra support. Right. The earlier someone gets help, the greater their chances of success. That's called early intervention.
1: So some kids might spend extra time with a special teacher who can give them strategies to help with their dyslexia or dysgraphia or dyscalculia.
0: Exactly. And then there might be things that you do in the classroom too. For example, I had a student with dysgraphia who basically did an Agatha Christie. He jotted down his plan, which was fairly messy and a bit hard to read, Mm -hmm. and then he dictated his story or essay straight into the computer. Amazing. And let me tell you, Bryce, it was amazing to see what an incredible writer he was once he didn't actually have to hold a pencil.
1: That must have felt so good for him to be able to express his ideas.
0: And that's one of the most important things for all kids to remember. Mm -hmm. Having a learning disability does not mean that you're not smart. Right. Your brain just works a little differently and you may need extra help and you will have to persevere, which means keep going and not giving up. You might also need some strategies to help you stay calm when things get frustrating.
1: Yeah, definitely. And don't forget that even if one part of school is tricky, there can be others that aren't. And outside of school, you might be an incredible musician or sportsperson or artist or chef.
0: Absolutely. And like everyone, you can always be kind and you can always be a great friend.
1: Hallelujah to that.
0: Time for the quiz
1: This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one, what does the prefix dis- mean? Yeah, that's right, it means difficulty.
0: Question number two, how common are learning disabilities in Australia? There are about one in ten kids who have a learning disability.
1: Question number three, what's the name for the learning disability when you have difficulty with words? Yeah, that's right. It's dyslexia. Dysgraphia is when you have trouble with writing.
0: That's all we have time for today. Thanks for joining us as we explored the who, what, how, where, when and why of learning disabilities.
1: Now get out there and have a most excellent
0: day. Over and out. These episodes are edited and engineered by Carter Quinn.